Welcome to a parenting space actually designed for you, where you can get answers about navigating a life that includes autism. I'm Dr. Tay, and today I'm answering your questions. Anytime you submit questions on my social media, they could end up on this podcast. Let's dive into today's question. Hey, y'all. I am really excited to dive into this Q&A today. So a parent said, my child is 13 months old and has developmental delays. I'm concerned about autism. How do I know if it's autism or a developmental delay? And my pediatrician says they won't start screening for autism until 18 months of age. So I have an overall specialty in autism. I dedicated my PhD program to learning the ins and outs of it, and I continue to learn constantly. But one really specialized area that I focused on in my graduate training, which is pretty rare, is very early diagnosis. So where I'd like to start is talking about screening for autism not starting until 18 months of age. So where that is actually coming from is the American Academy of Pediatrics has issued guidance and benchmarks for screening for autism. And what they recommend is that all children should be screened at 18 and 24 months of age. They also recommend that broad developmental screeners are done at 9, 18, and 30 months of age. And the reason being, if your child is having a developmental delay, they would be caught by these broad developmental screenings, which also then might be an indicator to start looking at autism. But it's also important to know your right as a parent. You absolutely can advocate for your child to be screened sooner than 18 months of age. I actually then want to talk about diagnostic stability in this Q&A episode, because a lot of times pediatricians too are used to hearing, well, we start diagnosing at 18 months of age. Sometimes you'll even get pediatricians that will say, we start diagnosing at 24 months of age. And I've even heard like age three or after age three. It's important to keep in mind that we actually can start assessing for autism between 12 and 14 months of age at the earliest. So I want to talk about a large-scale study that was done out of the University of California, San Diego. This was published in a very well-respected research journal called JAMA Pediatrics. And what they found is that you could actually start assessing for autism at 12 months of age. It's important to keep in mind, though, that diagnoses at 12 months of age have a higher likelihood of being false diagnoses, meaning your child doesn't actually have autism. And so I will say as a provider who will see kids down to this age range, I'm very cautious in making sure that it's a clear presentation. If you're to first get your child assessed at 12 months of age, there is a very big possibility that you might get a provider like myself who's saying, we are seeing some symptoms, we want to keep monitoring, come back, for example, in six months, and then we'll reevaluate evaluate then. But it is possible to start diagnosing at 12 months of age. It's just important to keep in mind at that age range that diagnoses aren't the most accurate. There's about a 50% chance that they're accurate. So you're probably hearing that as a parent and being like, why, why would I start 
having my child assessed at 12 months of age. But let me tell you this, by 14 months of age, there's a 79% chance that if autism is diagnosed, that your child will continue to have autism. And you also might be like, that doesn't seem very high, but that's pretty typical in terms of if we are looking at what we call sensitivity and specificity. So sensitivity is the ability to say, Okay, if your child is diagnosed with autism, how accurate is that? How much is that maintained? And specificity is the ability to say, if your child is not diagnosed with autism, if they're saying it's not that, how accurate is that? And so here's the thing that is actually basically an 80% chance at 14 months of age. And it does keep going up from there. By 16 months of age, it's an 83% accuracy. And keeping in mind with this study, they are giving diagnoses and saying one way or another, again, you might have a provider who wants to continue to monitor, but is going to provide intervention recommendations. It's also important to know that of this sample, 105 toddlers, so that's 23.8%, were not designated as having ASD the first time they were assessed but then were diagnosed later. So what these data tell us, I know that maybe went too much into the weeds for you, but what this data ultimately tells us is that we can start reliably diagnosing autism by 14 months of age. Not all kids can reliably be diagnosed by that age. So some kids, it takes longer for their symptoms to unfold until they meet full diagnostic criteria. But It's also one of those things that if you are asking yourself, is this a developmental delay or is this autism? Here would be my recommendation. Ultimately, chat with your pediatrician further about this, and you can call around to places to see who can see your child. But I would recommend first and foremost, getting your child into the early intervention system. Any child in the United States, there is a state designated birth to three program, meaning your child can get free services through the state. So starting there, you can also do things like outpatient speech therapy, outpatient occupational therapy, outpatient physical therapy. But I'd recommend starting with the early intervention system, or sometimes it's called the birth to three program, or it has a bunch of different names depending on your state. But if you literally go to Google, or ask your pediatrician and you say early intervention, state funded, insert your state's name, it will come up. Then in the process, if you really have concerns about autism, I would ask your pediatrician to do the screening sooner and see what those results say and have your pediatrician go over those results with you as well. And then don't be hesitant to start calling around to clinics because the reality is, is we know that there are very, very long wait lists right now. And so get your child on a wait list. And then if that, that appointment comes around and you're no longer concerned, maybe they're making great progress, you're not seeing a lot of those symptoms of autism, then you can cancel the appointment at that point. But keep in mind that we absolutely can diagnose autism much sooner. You just have to find a provider who is willing to do it. And honestly, the sooner that you can get clarification on if your child has a developmental delay, 
has autism or autism plus a developmental delay, the sooner you're going to be able to get them support services. So I hope that helps. I know I went a little, like I said, into the weeds, into the the science on this episode, but I didn't want to just come on here and tell you, hey, you can diagnose much sooner, especially as a provider who does it. It's easy to listen to a podcast and be like, is she just trying to pitch her own services? And here's the thing, regardless if I end up being a clinician that you reach out to, I'm more than happy to do a free consult call. There is information linked in the show notes about that. And I can currently, at the time of recording, I can currently practice in about 35 states via telehealth. But either way, I just want you to have information. That is the purpose of this podcast is being able to give you reputable information information so you can advocate for your child. And if I'm not that provider and this helps you, that is a huge win in my book. That's exactly why I do this. So if you have questions like this, don't hesitate, submit them so that I can provide some guidance, keeping in mind anything I share on this podcast isn't clinical advice, but I at least can give you some information so that you can continue to do some research or talk with your child's provider about it and really be able to get the answers that you need. All right, y'all. I will talk to you soon. This episode was meant to be short and sweet. Full-length episodes air every Wednesday with many episodes like this sprinkled in between. So subscribe now so you don't miss the next one. And if you want to inspire a future episode, because that's how we roll over here, ask me a question on any of my social media pages for a chance to have your question featured. Bye, y'all, and I'll see you soon.